right, we're going to dig it into the month of Tammuz. Of course, for Saturday is uh, Friday evening, actually. I always don't want to belittle the fact that it actually starts tomorrow night, but Tammuz 17, it is such a significant day in history. And But actually, the whole month is interesting. Uh, you know, the biblical calendar, which is follows the changes of the moon, like if you notice, if you're out in the evening time, you've been seeing some beautiful full mm-hmm. moons, or you wake up way too early. It's quite different than the Gregorian calendar because it's it follows the sun. So it's off a little bit. It's uh, in two six-month segments, basically, each filled with feast days to an encounter God in repentance or to thank him for the harvest and his blessings. Each kind of has a new year, too. The fall and winter segment begins at creation. Spring and summer begins at Passover when we're born again or created anew. So it's a fascinating thing, just the just the biblical calendar all by itself. Yeah. But what's interesting is this month of Tammuz begins the season of summer. So it's Tammuz, Av, and Elul. Those three months are the summer season. The first of Tammuz... Now, that's a bad month, by the way. Nothing really good comes up in Tammuz. <laughs> it's the day Moses struck a rock in anger while seeking water for the people. He lost his ticket to the promised land. Yeah. The first day in Tammuz. He had to be thinking, well, this is a rough month. <laughs> so, But here's the other side of the thing. Tammuz was the Sumerian sun god. The Sumerians marked the decline in daylight hours with a week-long funeral for him beginning on the 1st of Tammuz at the summer solstice with great lamentation. So it's literally, because of the change of season, is the beginning of this little jer- literal journey into darkness. Because from that point forward in the year, the sun will begin to be seen less, leaving the world in ever greater darkness as the seasons change to fall and winter. So just how it kind of goes through the summertime. Ezekiel 8.14 tells us, Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the house of the Lord of Jehovah, and I saw women sitting there mourning the God to move. So they were in this long week and having a funeral for this false deity in the temple. They were doing this. And Ezekiel warned that the temple would be destroyed if they refused to repent. And, of course, we know they did not. So the period between the 17th of Tammuz, which begins Friday night, and the 9th of Av, which is the next three-week period here, is called the Three Weeks. They really worked hard on that name. (laughs) It's three weeks of fasting and mourning. It concludes with an even more solemn fast on the 9th of Av. That's the saddest day of the Jewish calendar. I'll be back in three weeks to to walk you through that. That's when the spies came back with a bad report, and it all went downhill. But So here's what happens on the 17th of Tammuz. So when you get to Saturday or late Friday, you start feeling, wow, this day feels so significant. Here's why. Moses broke the tablets of stone on the 17th, saw the people worshiping the golden calf. During the Babylonian siege of Jerusalem, the Jews were forced to cease offering the daily sacrifices on the 17th. They ran out of sheep. Interesting. On the 17th. How are you going to run out of sheep? Uh, Ex- well, of course, they were. Yeah. Well, it's a good question. The Babylonians were uh, re- on that day. They were breached the wall as well because they had surround them and they were, you know, fasting them out, basically. Mm. So they breached the wall on the 17th on the way to destroying the first temple. Mind you, the wall was 22 feet thick, 24 feet high. It took them a year and a half to go through that wall. But they got through. Yeah. 600 years later, the walls of Jerusalem were breached again on the 17th of Tammuz <laughs> by the Romans in 70 AD after a siege. It only took them three weeks, but more technology for the Romans. So yeah. they destroyed the second holy temple on the 9th of Av. So both walls breached on the 17th, both temples destroyed on the 9th of Av. I mean, do you get the sense that God's trying to make a point here? Yeah. So three weeks. 
wake-up call that the Jews have every year. We're going to talk about how they handle that. And the fifth thing that's kind of tragic, the Roman general, Apostolos, burned the Torah and placed an idol in the temple when the Romans went in there. And in fact, they just devastated things when they went in. So the way that they mourn this for the Jews, they deliberately refrain from pleasure. So beginning on Saturday, they don't conduct weddings, they don't play music, they don't listen to music or dance. Mm. They don't buy or wear new clothes, they don't get a haircut or shave, they don't go on vacation. It's this three-week period of mourning, and that'll even increase on the 9th of Av. Now, if the 17th of Tammuz happens to fall on Shabbat or Sabbath, the fast is postponed until Sunday. That is the case this year. So they actually won't start all this stuff until Sunday because you're not allowed to mourn on the Sabbath, essentially. So it's a day of mourning. And actually, at least I think they said like 40% of the time it actually happens on the Sabbath. So it, it's uh, they're always having to push it off one day, which is, I hate to say it is, is kind of a... Uh, an irony mm-hmm. you know they missed the messiah and now you know they're always pushing off that next opportunity to actually find him and um so i just find it's rather odd okay so it's not all those things that happen on the 17th there's one other interesting there's two other interesting things one of them the one i teased about america that's important and the other is how far does this day go back is it just the smashing of the tablets no uh, the the 10th of Tammuz, last week, Noah released a raven from the window of the ark to have the bird return. And on the 17th of Tammuz, he sent out a dove who also returned since she could find no ground on which to land. So that happened on the 17th of Tammuz. Sent out one week later. His time comes back with an olive leaf, sends it out again and doesn't return because it finds land. So this is one of those moments in the ark that uh, we don't know why it's particularly this day, but that happens. Wow. All right, now, America. <laughs> Land of the free, home of the brave. Something truly unusual and unique about this date of the Tammuz, the 17th of Tammuz. It is probably the most significant day we celebrate in America. Hmm. Was it victory over England? Uh, almost. We celebrate this day every day without even knowing it. Not every day, but every year without even knowing it. We already did this year. What day is this day on the calendar, the 17th of June? Hmm. It is in 1776. Ah. It was July 4th. It was the birthday of our nation. was the 17th of Tammuz. And that we actually, declared our independence. Right. Now, it actually, technically speaking, we did all the work through Congress in, right. two days earlier on the 2nd. So we were actually, we, we had to fight a war until like 89. So right. we weren't in right. for a long time. That's but why the, I was trying to think like the timing between the two. Yeah, yeah the declaration uh, was the timing wow. in terms of when we go back. So when you think of this date... It was, you can, you know, it's it's not a date that's like bad, horrible, cursed. It's a day that it just depends on if you desire to obey him. And for them, it was to begin a nation to mm-hmm. to obey and run after God. And so it happened to be the day. And it actually happens every 10 to 20 years where it falls still, even on the Gregorian calendar, it'll fall on the uh, 17th of Tammuz. So there you go. Very nice. Historically, that's July it. 4th. I love it.